eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. There's a couple things that I love about it. The Sunday slate is pretty good, so it's kind of nice to get your team's game over with. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the Thursday nice thing, but Thursday sucks for the week before because you have three days to try to cram something in. This I didn't feel crammed. I think if there was a power rankings, I will make this quick and then we will get on to Minnesota and Cincinnati Bengals. But I think if there's a power rankings on games, my favorite is I do a love I love a 1 p.m. on Sunday. I really do, um, you know, especially at home. Nostalgia. The Bengals usually play there. Love it. Love it. And then I would put in just because you start to see the Saturday games when we get into the holidays or the month of December, we'll see more next weekend. The Cincinnati Bengals play on Saturday next weekend on the road. Um, but I think anything on Saturday, any kick, like you said, one, four, eight PM, I'd put that in number two slot on power rankings. But what comes- fans care about this too. We we've discussed they do. Yeah, and, and the third slot, and, and there's only a couple more slots available, but the third slot is Monday Night Football. I love everything about Monday Night Football. You know, even when it's a home game, it's always fun. You feel hyped, and, and maybe it's just the last two years of the Bengals playing on Monday Night Football. It's been really fun. And then third is Sunday Night Football. I hate everything about – or fourth is Sunday Night Football. I just don't – I don't like it. Um, it's not as exciting because you have to wait all day on a Sunday. And then last is Thursday Night Football. Yeah. I think I co-signed with most of this. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So the Cincinnati Bengals back-to-back weeks on Saturdays. First at home, 1 p.m. against the Minnesota Vikings next week. Well, not really short week, a a normal week after having that Monday night football game. It feels short. All the weeks are kind of messed up for them when it comes to their schedule. But but fun. I love everything about it. And it is a good matchup between two teams who – the NFC is still open. The AFC is kind of wild with all the seven and six teams. You know, when you look at this matchup with the Minnesota Vikings, I think the main focus 
is on the defense with how Jake Browning has played over the last few weeks. Um, credit to the coaching staff and Jake because it feel like they adjusted the game after the Steelers game. They felt like going into that press conference, I remember Jake saying, look, I, I told him not to change anything up, keep it, keep it the same, and they had to change things breaking news if you didn't figure that out. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of comparison games right now between Browning and Burrow, and that's absolutely silly. Um, Credit to how Jake Browning has played and how the coaching staff has really kind of assisted him with the change in the offense a little bit on both sides of the ball, and they have a run game. But the thing that scares me the most is this defense might be, would you say outside of the, I mean, I I guess you could say the Steelers game was pretty tough against Jake Browning and, and this offense, but would you say the Minnesota Vikings is going to be the toughest test for him so far? By far, right? Um, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing is that season-long stats like the Jaguars' defense, but since the bye week, they're the fifth-worst defense in the league. Um, the Colts, they, I mean, they're, I think, the sixth-worst in points per game defensively. So as – awesome as it is to still score and score 30 plus and look really good. This is a real test. Oh, sorry. My dog is here because my fiance is at work. So if you hear a little jingle or something, that's him. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's Santa. Um, so I think that like the Steelers game was tough. Yeah. But that also came with the caveat of Browning saying, just throw me into the borough offense. I was like, well, that didn't work. Um, and it has changed. I am very worried though because they were able to run the ball the last two weeks. What happens when they can't? When you get in the second and eight, which hasn't happened to them a ton, do you run the ball again, or is that drop back pass time? How often can you get to play action? And the biggest thing for me in this game, and we can discuss this more in detail, Yeah. but I feel like it's the Bengals' screen game against the Vikings' pressure. That feels like the biggest thing, because screens, like if you're doing paper, scissors, rock, in theory, that beats pressure. But when you are the number one team in sending pressure, you usually know what it's going to beat that. And you come up like you're like, OK, they're going to try to screen us. They're going to try to do this. It's why they drop people into like slant windows because like they're going to try to throw hot. They're going to try to throw slant hot. And I'm going to drop a guy there and get a pick. Luana Rumo does that when he brings pressure. He drops a guy into that middle window. So when you know where the uh, weaknesses of your defense are, I feel like you're going to be more prepared for it. But the Bengals screen game has been awesome especially that halfback screen game. So if they can get to it, they'll be fine, I think, on offense. They'll do enough. But if they can't, I'm really worried about what this looks like with Brian Flores confusing things and doing everything to Jake Browning in this game. Because look, when he, if you look at just his passing stats, they're great, but it's a lot of guardrails up. It's a lot of play action. You're just reading two routes here. It's screen game. He had 120-something yards on screens last week. You know, it's not a lot of straight dropping back to pass in obvious passing down. And I really know this because for the Cordell Volson article, I had to go find plays where he just was pass protecting, no play action, nothing else. And there were none in the first quarter. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, 
I mean, you look at the Thursday night game last night, and look, I know it's against the Chargers, and they are absolutely brutal. Um, one of feels like one of the worst teams in the NFL, and obviously they're without Justin Herbert, but they were able to that defense was able to to hold the the Raiders to a shutout or uh, three points. And you look at what they were able to do last night was sixty three points on the board, and I think what a game. I mean, absolutely insane. That game was the longest game of my life. Um, and it was probably the longest game of the Chargers head coach's life, too. Um, the, the, I hate to bring it up, but the, the Raiders were up 42 nothing, and they ran a double pass for a touchdown to Devontae Adams. That was hilarious to me. When they had to inter- and we'll get back to this game in just a moment, but when they had to interview an, um, a Staley, Staley at halftime, at halftime. <laughs> I was oh like, God. please just stop. Please, it, like, just if I was the, and of course the sideline reporter was doing her job. She needed to do the interview mm-hmm. and credit to the coach for for going over there to him. But man, that was really difficult to watch. Um, but yeah, just overall, I mean, you look what the Vikings were able to do last week. And I do, I think that's what's going to be the hardest part of this game. And yes, we, we've seen this offense put up 30 plus and it's been really fun with Jake Browning. You know how many running back and Chase Brown and Joe Mixon kind of splitting the two headed monster. But I agree with you. If you take away the run game, you know, can the, will it be receivers? Can Jamar Chase and T Higgins, you know, have themselves a game or, or will it be the T Higgins game if they are blitzing Jake Browning, which feels like something that they, we will see a lot of yeah. uh, when yeah, it comes to pressure. They are the number one team in sending six plus guys. And they're also the number one team in dropping eight and only sending three. They're the last team in sending four. That's This defense is unique. They don't abide by a lot of the standard rules of like rush four, play seven in coverage. They basically, they do that. But, you know, a lot of the time it's, we're going to get an extra guy in coverage or we're going to get extra pass rushers. And it's cool. It's it's a cool defense. And the pressures are unique too, because it's not just zero. Everybody's thinking, oh, it's just zero, which they send plenty of, but they run what's called hot coverage. And that's sending six guys and you're playing like two deep and three under in a zone or three deep and two under in a zone. So we'll see what goes on here. But I, you brought up the receivers. I think that could be big because the one thing that I don't think this Viking defense has faced is a team willing to just take three steps and throw a go ball. And whether or not whatever coverage they're playing, I assume they'll have a shot at that. So can T Higgins just dunk on a guy? Can Jamar Chase get singled up? That would be interesting to see, although it also makes me think, like, it's just such a, like, I'm very interested in how this game is going to go on that end. The other end is not that interesting to me, but this end is really fascinating for me. Yeah, I want to see it. And and honestly, if Jake Browning can get through this defense, if you look at the rest of the slate of who they have left to play, and look, I still think Kansas City, I know that it's kind of been up and down for them, but I still like their young defense a little bit. Um, also, Bengals been bad against tight ends, and Travis Kelsey's coming. Yeah, I'm a so that, about that. Yeah, that, and then obviously they have the Pittsburgh Steelers next week, and I know offensively they can't get get anything going, but their defense is still legit, and TJ Watt is back um, out of being out of concussion protocol. So you know this will be a good test for them. Um, they're still in the playoff hunt right now. I know their odds are not the greatest out of the all of these seven and six teams, <laughs> but they still they still currently have a shot. I'd say if they go three and one the rest of the way. Um, you know, that gets them into the playoffs. I don't think nine wins will do it just because there are a lot of seven no. and six teams. Well, it's um, also their conference record. Yep. It's bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. And, 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 you know, even just looking at their AFC North division record right now, you know, no, no division wins. And we're at this point in the season. 